Welcome, everybody, to the Lockdown Lakers podcast. I'm Anthony Irwin. I'm joined by Pete Zayas. Pete, do you think AD, like, if I was to offer my calf to A to AD, like, would he even take it? Would he just like, no, nah, I'd rather, I'd rather this a, a not working Anthony Davis calf is a is better than a hundred percent Anthony Irwin calf? Yes, and it would probably work, look rather strange on him considering he is <laughs> like 15 inches taller than you. <laughs> Yeah, that's not even an exaggeration, right? That's I'm five ten. Oh, you're five. Oh, yeah. Then you're better. He's about a foot taller than you. Then yeah, yeah. But uh, well, yeah, yeah. No, actually, because he's like seven foot, right? So yeah, yeah. He's he's six ten, maybe six eleven. I think he's oh. like six ten from being right. up close to him. I'd say he's like six ten and a half. All right. So I'll, that's so he could totally use my calf then. Ad, come get my calf. Um, It'd look very strange. Yes. <laughs> Uh, it's it it basically has the same amount of explosiveness, you know that and and uh, you know it's a super especially if he uses the left one, the the left one. Now it's tough because he hurt his right one. We're gonna go in a different direction, actually. Let's just go Thank ahead you. and yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, the Lakers are. I'm I'm going insane because I've been shut in my house for like four days at this point. Moved moved out of Southern California and and to the North Pole apparently, and I've been dealing with a dog who can't go outside and, and a kid who is, uh, is just delightful. So I'm going a little insane. I'm going to be a little goofy on this one. Uh, but the Lakers do get the Anthony Davis, uh, MRI results. Uh, the news is about as good as I think we could maybe hope for, right. That, uh, he, he didn't tear the Achilles. He, um, you know, he strained his calf is basically what they found. They're going to uh, reevaluate him in two or three weeks. And per Woj and just per common sense, uh, the Lakers are going to be hyper conservative about, you know, bringing him back, which I think is is the biggest and, and kind of best takeaway from all of this. Yeah, no, I mean, there was some certainly when you see that happen in game, you're like, uh, you know, I've seen kind of something like this before, but yeah, most of the time guys kind of like immediately reach down and grab mm -hmm. that. Right. So I didn't, and from, yeah, I didn't have a ton of concern that it was a, a big thing. And I was mm -hmm. like, Oh, I hope I'm not fooling myself, but yeah, it, it turned out the way that I think that everybody hoped. And now it's just a matter of the approach going forward, which I think just the timing of everything, it, it makes sense to, to dial down. I don't think anybody will have any objection to, you know, like, Oh, we need to rush him back. I think everybody's on that same page of like being conservative. Yeah. I, it's funny because I don't know if you know this Pete, but if you are a fan of a sports team, it automatically, makes you a uh a, a medical expert did, did you know that? <laughs> it seems that way doesn't it <laughs> and it's it's wild because you know he goes down and this was something that was caused like this was the it's one thing when it's a non-contact thing that he just steps and it blows and you say okay maybe there was some fatigue here did they are there questions but he he banged up against Nikola Jokic like of of all of the players really in the NBA, Jokic is one of the players I would least want to bang into. He's a giant human being. And of course that's going to have adverse effects on the body. So, you know, for those who were in various mentions, you know, last night saying, well, the Lakers, he shouldn't have been playing in the first place. I just, I'm not willing to go there. I don't know about, I don't know enough about the situation anyway, 
but this was something that you know i you always want to find blame and i just don't think you you have to in the, in in this case no i mean this is everybody knows how important anthony davis is yeah. to the organization right? <laughs> the, the thought that the lakers wouldn't is is asinine there's no one like in the room been like look i know i know ad's achilles is in you know in peril however this game coming up against minnesota gonna need him in there yeah. you know what i mean like so it, it, it's one of those things that if there were chance of reaggravation or or a more severe injury right mm-hmm. than the tendinosis um then i would this is just me guessing right i don't have any inside information on this but like of course they're not gonna let him play like right. and, and so but this this inflamed the existing injury mm-hmm. it seems and there's a calf strain involved as well and so with everything that's going on with that with the time we've got the all-star break coming up in a couple of weeks this makes perfect sense right like take your time this is not important to be on but the idea that there was some carelessness involved in in this i mean maybe but it's certainly not for any of us to like I'm, and when i say maybe i mean like i guess that's a possibility but there's no reasonable explanation for like why would they risk it if it were a risk for a bigger injury right and it doesn't mm-hmm. it seems like we're not you know anywhere anywhere close to that yeah it, if you were to 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 find an organization that would be most paranoid about this specific injury would there be right. would there be a more paranoid or, or organization than the Los Angeles Lakers? Yeah, and think of who our GM is. You know, right? Exactly. Like the the, the notion that that anybody within the Lakers organization would be saying like, "Yeah, we could risk it," is ridiculous. Right? It's ridiculous. Uh, and 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 so that's why I, that's kind of I, I got enough enough of it. And I I know you know everybody has their own Twitter bubbles and 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 my mentions obviously or any mentions really don't. Uh, don't necessarily represent reality in any way, shape, or form. But I was hearing enough of it out there that I was just like, we really don't have to do this, guys. Of course. Like, let's let's just look at the facts here. The Lakers played a season last season that extended a calendar year. They were then asked to resume or, or, or to start the next season two months after that. Right. I don't think people I don't think people entirely grasp that like yeah. what that means. Like they like those words make sense but like the the turnaround and the physical toll that that, that is. And mind you we've been handling that relatively well especially compared to Denver oh, yeah. and Boston and Miami and all the teams that went really deep, right? But it's just one of those things. This is something that from starting to cover the team and especially now with with working for the team the pace and the fatigue of an NBA season is real to me in a way that it never was when I was quote unquote, just a fan. Mm -hmm. Right. And so like living it for whatever that's worth from my perspective, and I'm not doing the physical stuff. I'm not traveling. I'm not doing any of that, but just the grind of it is, and I've had other jobs. I've, you know, worked in all that. Mm -hmm. The grind of it is unique. And, and I'm only experiencing just a, a fraction of it. And so it's one of those things we can say over and over again, but I don't think people entirely understand it. Even if you're like sympathetic to it, um, you don't entirely understand it until you live it just a, a little bit. And yeah, it's a, it's a real thing for whatever it's worth. And we've navigated that fairly well. 
AD's going to get some time off, going to going to rest up, and uh, but there are going to be some basketball ramifications from that. Too. Yep. So we're going to uh, take a quick second here. When we come back, we are going to talk about those basketball ramifications and figure out what the Lakers could do to uh, get through these next two weeks as, as unscathed as they can. And then in the third segment, by the way, we're going to talk about uh, what it's going to take to, uh, you know, or, or, or whether or how important, I guess, coming through this unscathed actually is and how hard the Lakers should maybe push themselves to get some of these wins while AD is out. So all of that here in a bit. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today in a daily podcast, breaking down the biggest news stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. Today's show is also brought to you in part by betonline.ag. Use that promo code Locked On for a 50% bet deposit uh, bonus. And uh, today's bet of the day, we're going to do things a little differently today. I am not going to give you guys a bet that I'm really kind of focused on. Just some general thoughts on how to gamble on the Lakers if you're going to continue to do so while AD is out. Generally speaking, in these kind of situations, there's going to be a correction. Which direction that goes in? Well, that's where the value is. If you can figure that out early, you will uh, be able to to, to potentially make uh, some, some decent uh, value bets out there. No guarantee that, that those bets are actually going to pay off, but so long as you're betting value, I think that's a general good way to do things. And I think, personally speaking, and, and, and I think Pete might disagree, but I, I I would probably say just bet the overs on the Lakers for, for a while. Uh, and and uh, I just don't think they're going to be very good defensively and, and for the next little bit. I would probably... If you really want to get funky with it, you could go bet betting the over and parlay that with whatever the the uh, the line is or the spread is on against the Lakers. As always, I hope I'm wrong on on this kind of a bet or this kind of analysis, uh, but I that's just my inclination as as we look at it right now. Again, if you want to follow me or fade me, do so at BetOnline.ag. Use that promo code Locked On for a fifty percent deposit bonus, and please gamble responsibly. So you and I uh, had conversations when he was first sitting out with the Achilles tendinosis about, you know, what the Lakers could do, especially defensively to um, to mitigate against having him out, you know, should that injury extend any further. Um, And then now we are looking at that exact situation, right, where they're going to be looking at multiple weeks of, of not having Anthony Davis in the lineup. And, you know, some of the things that we talked about, you know, obviously about personnel and 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 guys who probably shouldn't be on the court at the same time, and and various combinations, and 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 some of the basketball things that they can maybe do. Um, now that we're actually looking at this, do you think the Lakers' approach is going to be any different than when it was? Hey, maybe he might be looking at a little bit longer. He might be out a little bit longer. Now that we're actually at that spot, do you think Frank Vogel and and the coaching staff are going to make any? theological or ideological changes to the way that they, the the way that they approach, especially defending teams right now. Well, they have to, there is no 
substitute for Anthony Davis, right? Like, there's yeah. no, we've got a similar Devontae guy like that on the bench, it's right? Your time yeah. to shine, baby, <laughs> right? So, like, <laughs> especially as somebody, first off, he's the one athletic rim protector that we have, mm-hmm. and so now that's something we don't we don't have a guy that's you know unless LeBron wants to be playoff LeBron right now, and yeah, where he's he just a madman, well, and why would he, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't have an athletic, uh, and even even Kaycock is undersized. If he gets some run, he's a guy like. Uh, Costas is really the only guy that fits that particular description. He's mm-hmm. got, you know, he's got deficiencies in some other a- aspects of his game where I don't think he'd be the first guy. I think it'd be Kaycock that would be the, you know, the first guy there. So like, there is no replacing. You really have to emphasize defensively your um, point of attack defense, your mm-hmm. ability to trap and rotate defensively. We need to beat other teams to their spot before they get to the rim. Mm-hmm. and not have to rely on our rim protection. That's the way you address and fix having an Anthony Davis out. It's not trying to find Anthony Davis 2.0 on your bench, which you don't have. It's asking each individual guy to step up as the version of the player that they are. Mm-hmm. Now, our guys mostly are really good perimeter defenders, and so that ability defensively to beat teams to a spot, that's going to be how Vogel's going to have to address that, I believe. And then on the offensive end, it's it's really more like, what are the non LeBron lineups look like? How do they operate? I think it's an opportunity for Schroeder and Trez to run some of those. I'm curious to see what the rotation looks like. Right. And, mm-hmm. and um, that's going to be a big thing. And even before then, like it's last night's game before AD's injury kind of took all of the, the wind out of our sails. Right. Absolutely. We were playing, we were playing well up until the point LeBron went out of the game. We were up by like six or eight points. Mm-hmm. LeBron went out and we had possession after possession where we couldn't get a shot up. Yeah. That was kind of like running through AD before he got hurt. And so those have been an issue. That's been an issue all year. Like when LeBron's not on the court, our offense just looks really bad. So mm-hmm. in some ways that's going to hurt Anthony, like having him out is we don't get to work on that because there's no replacing him on either end of the court. Yeah, I think defensively, you know, we saw it. This is a team that has done a very good job. Like when the Lakers are playing their best defense, they are really minimizing how many three-pointers opposing teams are able to get up. Like not not clean looks that they're knocking right. down or whatever, but like literally just Attempt. shooting three-pointers. And in that game, after the Lakers lose uh, AD, Denver's able to shoot 47 threes on the night. Uh, it's it's not a coincidence, right? right? A not coincidence right. would be like as we've been recording this, uh, League Pass just sent me an email saying that the price has dropped on their product. Like that's a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> but but I don't think last night was a coincidence at all. And I mean, part of it though was like they were that was not the everybody locked in like that that his injury took the wind out of their sails in a way that was like, all right, like let's pack it up. Let's nobody else get, get hurt. So to play that style of defense, Anthony, you gotta be running around, man. You gotta run out to the three point line. And if we're not running or we're jogging, like we're going to give up those threes in a way that we can take away when, when we're right and everybody's locked in. Yeah. I I think, I think AD missing a significant amount of time hurts Markeith. I think more than anybody on the roster. Interesting. Why was that? Because, so Markeith is a lot of things, but like that kind of 
beat to the spot, like run, you know, really move and, 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 and get out there and move laterally. Like Gasol isn't a, a lateral mover, but he's so big that, and he's so smart that like, he just, he, you can kind of get by a little bit. And, and, and the expectation is never for Mark Gasol to, 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 to go out there and, and close out to the three point line and then stay with a player on that first dribble. But like Markeith, is is not that defender and on top of that like is is so slow that it you know he's he's slow and small is is the problem you can get away with that when ad is playing there with him but you can't get away with it with gasol and i don't know who else plays the five unless you're thinking that keith plays the five that's where i was gonna go with this that's okay that's keith's best position right uh-huh. when keith's in keith's tenure with the lakers when was he the best for us what's like the best basketball he's played for i us? mean the bubble but like in or we'll talking like positionally or, or, or just the, the period of time uh, and be more specific. Yeah, he was than, incredible than the in the bubble. He, like he was in, like over, especially in the first couple of series. Was it the, second, the Houston? Series? It was the Houston series. Yeah. Second series. We went, remember we went small against mm-hmm. the Rockets and that was that lineup at the end of the, or yeah, at the beginning of the second quarter, especially and end of the first beginning of the second, he played a lot of small ball five in that mm-hmm. series. And that is the one place, like, by and large, yes, he's not a fast guy. He's not a beat you to the spot type guy. But for a five, when Keefe is locked in, at least, which he hasn't been, in my opinion, for most of the season, mm-hmm. when Keefe is locked in, that is somewhere where you can still be fast. But there haven't been small ball five minutes available to Keefe this season, right? Our fives have been yeah. Mark, Trez, and then AD. Mm-hmm. And so, but, in, but when that's where I think Keefe is – that's where he can be really valuable to this team. I think in this stretch is as that small ball five, but then it comes a question of like, well, what's the part of the game that Trez is in and then can Trez and Keefe play together? These are all questions that by necessity will start getting answers to kind of some of these other lineups, especially around LeBron. Cause like it is an opportunity to work on those non LeBron lineups, but when things matter, if we want to win a championship, we're going to need Anthony Davis. Yeah. So it's more to me like these other LeBron built around LeBron lineups. What are the different combos now that Keefe is probably going to be in the mix and there are a few more minutes available. Can we find a couple of winning combinations over these next nine games, which I don't have high hopes for in terms of record, but can we find a couple of like, Hey, those five dudes play well together. I think that would be a success over this period of time when AD is going to be up. Well, that actually perfectly leads us into the next segment where we kind of talk about. I've been trying. Did you notice today? I've been like, we get, today. <laughs> you're doing my it. job pete what we you're already really good at what you do i don't need you doing my job too i just you know it's about getting better every year lebron's adding three-point shooting i'm trying to become a better like set you up throw you some lobs here and there you know <laughs> the problem is i can't jump dude you know that <laughs> let's take a quick and that's second. why ad doesn't want your achilles <laughs> Or your calf. <laughs> Could you imagine like AD just not being able to dunk? Like, <laughs> yo, All right. that's, I mean, we've been watching that for most of this year, man. He's still so skilled. He's able to like, that's yeah. one thing. Like I go over the military. I'm sorry. I know we're going to go to break. I yeah. just ruined the thing that I brought up. <laughs> Bro, he's like, he, he's so skilled. He was looking so good before that too. Like he yeah. mentioned in post game that that was the first time he'd like really felt good. And there were a couple mm-hmm. of plays where I was like, oh, there's athlete AD, right? And, right. Uh, but he's been, his ability to hit these like one footed runners and contorting shots that like from a defensive perspective, you're like, that's the shot we want the, the other team to take. He makes them all the time. Anyway, going to miss him. Uh, he's been great this year. Still deserves to be an all-star in my opinion. He's one of the, one of the best guys out West, but yeah. Um, 
his just that athletic ability is going to be very difficult to replace. Yeah. It, impossible. Like it's just like there, there's one Anthony Davis in, in the NBA one. Yeah. And uh, it, unfortunately there isn't the second one on, on the Lakers roster. Let's take a, a quick second here. When we come back, I want to talk about, you know, broaden the scope here and, and look at the season and what it looks like now that the Lakers are not going to have Anthony Davis for, for two, three weeks. And, whether the goals on the regular season, obviously the goal at the end of the season doesn't change at all because still got to win a championship. But the, uh, the 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 way that you know should they push themselves? Should they actually try and go out and, and extend themselves to win a few of these games over the next two three weeks, or should they you know all, make tweaks to to what their goals were going to be with him while he's been playing? So so when we come back, we'll talk about that. 2020 is mercifully over. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball, football, NBA, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get podcasts. Today's show is brought to you in part by Rock Auto. Head on over to rockauto.com where you will visit a family business that has been doing this for over two decades now, uh, and you are going to find the best collection of parts that you can possibly find on the internet. Uh, it is getting insane. <laughs> the, the, the more high-tech these cars get, the more difficult it is to find the proper part, and that makes it all the easier for the big companies to mark up all of the parts that you might need should anything go wrong with your car well rockauto.com is here to help you avoid all of those kinds of messes uh, as best you can they have everything from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps motor oil uh, your car needs carpet they have that too whether it's for your classic or daily driver get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to cat to navigate quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specs and prices you prefer and most importantly the prices you see are going to be the same for everybody regardless of your driving background so again head on over to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or your truck and then write locked on in there how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. I think the clearest way that I can ask this is like with Anthony Davis on the roster or healthy right if anthony davis is available the lakers were very big picture like let's see this combination some games let's see this combination some games and and then hopefully win in the meantime wherever you possibly can um they aren't as talented obviously anymore to be able to tinker around and then still go out and win a game when when the time comes to win that game so either they continue to tinker and they lose a few of these games uh, because they don't have that extra gear to go to, to go out and win it, or they tinker less and, and try to go into some of these games with the, with the thought being, all right, we just got to rack up as many of these wins as we can while AD is out. And so 
I'm kind of curious, Pete, like what approach do you think they'll take? Do you think it'll be the kind of thing where they, where they do go in with the goal being, you know, win 50% of the games while AD is out or, or more than 50% of the games while he's out? Or do you think they still say, no, there are still some very important questions that we have to a- answer over the course of this season. And we are still going to be focused on getting some of those answers. I think that's going to entirely depend on LeBron's approach, mm-hmm. right? I think that if LeBron can, cause LeBron's gotten better throughout this season, right? Like his, you see that even in his numbers have, there's been an uptick from one month to the next, which is typically how, how he's gone throughout his career. And so does he approach this stretch of, Hey, this is my time. Like remember, in gosh which year was it i think it was 2009 where kobe fell into bynum's knee and mm-hmm. bynum was going to be out for a while and then the next game he dropped 61 on the knicks right and right uh you hear mike d'antoni tell it and i think spike lee a couple other people he was like like before the game kobe would when he'd come to new york would normally be like hey how's it going a little friendlier he said hi to him and then it's just like stone face it's like ah shit right <laughs> and and so which isn't that to was say that, that, that was that game where he had that pivot back at the free throw line uh-huh. oh yeah it was one of the beautiful footwork shots of Man. all time absolutely uh-huh. yeah. and and that was i think kobe's way of being like hey we have this injury and now the bynum injury was worse than what we're looking at with it yeah right like it was mm-hmm. uh this is he might be yeah, out no, for the rest kicking of the balls oh. yeah. yeah and that was kobe's way of saying hey this momentum that we've been building that we've been working toward we're still building toward that mm-hmm. now the difference is we weren't defending champions that year i think that was 2009 mm-hmm. and uh it might have been 2008 but um I, I don't believe we were defending champions that year. And so we were still building up f- to become that. This is a defending champion team. team. So I think we're going to continue to build, which isn't to say I don't think LeBron's going to have like a 50-point game or something like that, maybe. But um, I think he's going to still continue to continue his ramp up and still bring the team along. Um, but if he doesn't, like, that's certainly understandable as well, right? But just yeah. from what I know of him, I think he, he continues. Yeah, that was that year. So they they trade for Powell because Bynum got hurt. Not because, but like after they after Bynum gets hurt, they trade for Powell. They lose to Boston in the finals. And then the next year, you're th- you're heading into the season like, all right, Lakers are going to have Bynum. They're going to have Powell. Let's see these guys play together. And then Bynum goes down after Kobe like hits him in the knee. And then that's when Kobe went out. And then they wind up winning a championship anyway. But but yeah, that was that one sucked. Um, yeah, I think I think for for the way that the Lakers are going to have to approach this is because I, to be completely honest, Pete, I, I don't think this is a very good roster without Anthony Davis on it. Like it's a bad defensive team. We've just been talking about how this is the most talented Lakers roster of all time. Well, yeah, because there was top end talent to, to, to make a lot of the role players better. Like this is, this is something that, you know, so Alex Caruso is somebody who like, you know, he's, he's the kind of player who is perfect for this team. But if I were a fan of another team and my team went out and maxed Alex Caruso to be this like franchise point guard, I'd be a little nervous. Right. Okay. So, so we don't, the problem is we don't have a third max guy on the team. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's that, it's that what Anthony Davis was really, really good at there. There isn't anybody who like, there aren't other players who can, you know, add the parts to like Voltron their way to being kind of Anthony Davis. They don't have the rim protection that AD has. Like that's Mm -hmm. a giant, giant question mark to me. 
Um, and then, and then, you know, now can their offense get a little bit better? No, <laughs> like I, I like can 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 the, the players who were left basically focus more on on being better on offense to make up for for some of the defensive well, things. There's like, no we're not going to make up maybe. for Anthony. Like you don't replace Anthony Davis. No, like no, no I'm not. I'm, but I'm, but I'm saying this is still I'm a very good roster dip. outside of. Mm-hmm. I'm saying the dip, right? The defensive dip that they're going to have. Is there any way to kind of chip away at that dip to to? still continue to be a productive team. And I, you know, in, in ways that allows the Lakers to continue to be a, a, a potential one seed. Like, I just don't think so. I, I just don't think they're going to be able to rack up enough wins. Now, the thing is, I also don't think it matters. Like, I don't, it doesn't, it's never mattered to me whether or not the Lakers are capable of, of winning more games than the Utah jazz or more games than the Clippers. Like that has never been a concern for me. And I don't think it's ever been a concern for the Lakers. I just, you know, I just think any notion of that has now kind of gone out the window. It's two, three weeks of, of a team that doesn't have its defensive anchor that doesn't normally go very well. I mean, we're what? We're four and one without him. I think we're a lot less likely to start games 22 to two mm-hmm. without him, right? Like the, the Lakers have been bad. When the Lakers have been bad this year, it's been so obviously light switch related, mm-hmm. right? It's not like they've been playing this really I give a crap basketball and still losing games right mm-hmm. they've it's the fact that they can't really access that right now that doesn't necessarily get better in 80s absence but there's certainly far less of the presumption of oh we can fall down 22 to 2 to start a game I'm not making up numbers this actually happened the other day yeah right and we can fall down 22 to 2 or found out fall down 20 points in the first quarter and we'll be fine We'll be able to come back and make this up because we've got LeBron James and Anthony Davis and a good roster around those two guys. Right. Mm-hmm. So like we still have a good roster. This is probably not a championship team without Anthony Davis, but this is still a very good team. Like Dennis Schroeder is a good player. Montrez Harrell's a good player. When AD was out, like I said, we're like four and one without him. When AD is out, Trez is a high teens, low twenties type of scorer, And so we can't like, replace him entirely but this is still a really good roster outside of him and yeah we're, we're not number one seed but we're we're still a good team right but like if they care or if anybody cares about the one seed i'm just saying like that that's not gonna happen and i think it's fine <laughs> oh I yeah i mean yeah it's of course yeah that's all that's all i'm saying and then the other thing too is like all right they came back on memphis uh they were down 22 to two and they came came back on Memphis, um, but they faced Brooklyn, they faced Utah, they faced uh, Portland, Golden State, Phoenix, Sacramento. Like the stretch of the the season that they're heading into is not a great time to not have your second best player for sure. And and so like I just you know so they go they go at Minnesota versus Brooklyn versus Miami versus Washington at Utah home against Portland home against Golden State home against Phoenix and then at Sacramento. So of those one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games here, can they win? What would you predict? I, I, I'm I'm probably saying they go four and three and six, four and nine, or four and five. That'd be my I'd, guess. I'd, I'd say five and four or six and three, somewhere in there. All right, we're gonna bet a beer on it. Sounds good. All right. I just I'm I'm really now maybe. It, 
it is the kind of thing that to your point, and I think this is the, like, if you're, if you're the most optimistic about the Lakers, it's the point to make. Sometimes when an injury like this happens, it is the kind of thing that, that generates, it's not to say that they didn't care about the season because they obviously did. They have the second or third best record in the league, but this is the kind of fire under the ass that can get lit. Right. When, when the team, they were, they were kind of, trudging through this one they were treading water through this one they they were winning enough games but it was 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 not particularly inspiring basketball no and we have the we still have the second best record in the league by a full Mm -hmm. game right and and so i'm saying i'm saying if if the guys that are left you know needed a fire lit under their ass sometimes it looks a little bit like this right sure yeah and so like if you if if people want to hold on to optimism for that reason and that's not to say I'm I'm saying I'm sitting here saying that the sky is falling. This doesn't change anything. I still think this is no. The best I, no, team I know in, what you're saying. You're talking about right NBA. now the short-term future. Yeah. What does this team look like without Anthony Davis over the next nine games? Which it right. looks like that'll be the the low end of of how many mm-hmm. games AD misses. What I'm saying is, we lose games generally because we don't care. Like I mean, right. I don't want to say we don't care entirely. That's, but that's they, too reductive. But, then they but care. like. I, but, but like it's, it's I, a lot easier I'm not to crazy, like, right? like, put that switch right now. Like part of the 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 electricity that you're flipping the switch to to acquire is not going to be there for the next two three weeks. Actually, but no, let me let me rephrase this. We lose games, or we're not losing many games. Mm-hmm. When we do, it's because we don't care. But we're also winning games, but not looking impressive while doing it for the same mm-hmm. reason. Right, we're yeah. doing just enough to beat teams. Can we agree that like when yes. when we play no. OKC, Detroit, like. True. Right, we have done just enough to beat those teams. Well, without AD, your point is you need more. It's not that mm-hmm. we can't get to more, it's that this is again like yelling at a marathon runner in mile nine, why aren't you sprinting? <laughs> and if something happens during some part of the race, I've never run a marathon, but if something happens at some part of the race where an experienced marathon runner says, you know what, I need to turn it up a little bit. In for these factors, for whatever these reasons are, mm-hmm. I need to just put a little more of my foot on the gas pedal in this stretch of the race in order to accomplish my overall goal. I think that's a position the Lakers are in right now, right? Mm-hmm. Now, do they choose to ramp down where it's like AD's out? Let's just ramp everyone down, come back, you know, in a month and and really start to the ramp up again. Like mm-hmm. then, yes, you will, that that is what will happen. We will lose way more of these games. I don't think that's not how Vogel operates. I don't think that's how LeBron operates. That's, I think it's something where it's like, okay, we have less margin for error because AD is out, but we're mm-hmm. still a really good team with a lot of really good players. We need to focus more. And honestly, that's a good thing in and of itself to for the team to be put in a position where like, hey, we're going to get our asses kicked if we approach right. these future games the same way that we had before. So I just, I don't think the drop-off is as much because of talent, be, like as though we don't have something else we can go to. I just don't know if we're going to go to it. They don't have something else they can go to defensively. They have something else. To, yes, it's like, it's focus. It's focusing and caring, right? It's, it's the being mentally engaged. Markeith Morris could focus and care all he wants. He's not going to be Anthony Davis defensively. He doesn't need to be Anthony Davis. We're a worse <laughs> team without Anthony Davis. Of course we are. Yeah. But that's all I'm saying. Like, the I version just, of us defensively, they're just a very different team. And I don't I don't think they're capable of of being 
Like if AD's the, the defense that the Lakers had best, best league, best defense in the league, right? Comfortably the best defense in the league. Can they be top 10 defense while he's out? Like over these next nine Absolutely. games that we're looking at? Yes. Okay. I mean, what was our defensive rating when he has been out? It's not like he hasn't missed games yet this season. I think it's different when you're looking, when you're no going in for the next two, three weeks, you're not going to have the guy, you know? Fair enough. Fair enough. And these are, and we were picking and choosing, right? Like when he'd sit. So this would be against lesser teams. So maybe our defensive rating is better. Um, We'll see. I haven't seen a bad Frank Vogel defensive team that's a good point with the lakers right like this is what this is what we do what we pride ourselves on and there's no replacing anthony davis but like if we're a top 10 defensive team and we're a middle of the pack offensive team probably a little bit better especially if i mean lebron is the engine of our offense and that mm-hmm. doesn't change like and so say we're top 10 in both like that's still a good team i think they're yeah. capable of being top let's see over these next games if they're able to hit top 10 and either or both of, of uh defensive and offensive rating and, and see how that, that goes all right, so what's going to happen here? Uh, <laughs> I, obviously, you guys know I live out in Texas now, and for anybody who's been paying attention, the weather out here has been pretty insane. So there are rolling blackouts, and uh, the end of our show got cut off. The last point I was going to make, or that I did make before I got cut off, was to say that no matter how these next 9 to 15 even games, however they go, it just doesn't really matter in the way that I viewed this team. Until we find out definitively that Anthony Davis won't be right the rest of the year or anything like that, uh, this is still a super special team, and I still think they're capable of really, really great things in the time where it really matters, in, in, the, uh, in the postseason. In the regular season, we might we probably need to dial back our expectations a little bit, but, but I, this doesn't change in any way, shape, or form whether or not I think this team can win a championship. I still think they can. I still think they should be the betting favorites. If anything, uh, if you want to make another bet online de- bet of the day, I would maybe keep an eye on the Lakers' title chances over the next few weeks. And if you see them drop any lower than than they are, the, the title odds drop, get your hands on some of that value. That's going to do it, though, for this episode of the Locked on Lakers podcast. Pete and I will be back tomorrow to continue some of these talking points and, and continue to see some of the reaction around the league. Until then, have a great rest of your day. Make somebody else's. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Maybe. If-